Hey guys, welcome back. Before we get started, Aaron's eye is healed. Uh, well, almost. <laughs> almost healed. Yeah. It's better. Thank you guys for all the prayers, though. Thank uh, you guys. Yeah, yes. yeah. We sell eye drops now. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. We all have CBD eye drops. Right. Yeah. Uh, but we do have a promo code for the CBD. If you guys are looking to try a new CBD, Hopewell Farm, you can get 10% off with promo code Journey to Truth 10. And they have another promo code JTT Ultra 15 that gets you 15% off the 1,000 and 2,000 milligram CBD. Those do not stack but they are both available in the description below. And we also have 20% off all of our t-shirts with promo code 20 and back. And that link is below also. Tonight, we are joined by Gabby Chung. So she is a satanic ritual abuse survivor. She has an incredible telegram channel, where, which is how I found her. And she covers all everything from Monarch, all the mind control, MK Ultra down to the satanic ritual abuse, what programs, you know, how it's all being done. Uh, her research is so in-depth. It's it, the Telegram channel itself is absolutely fascinating. It's its own rabbit hole. Uh, and I would recommend everyone to go there and just spend time because there's a lot of red pill information on there. But we're really excited to have you on, Gabby, to share your story and to start covering some of this information because it's a dark subject. Not a lot of people like to talk about it. But the reality of it is, is that it's happening. It's real mm -hmm. and it's not going to stop. And it's, this is one of those subjects that it's a lot easier to just ignore or turn your head, look away than to actually acknowledge that it exists. We hear about it all the time, but people like to turn their head. And unfortunately, that's not going to get us anywhere. So the more people that know about it, hopefully the more it can uh, bring awareness and actually stop what's happening. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for Thank being you. here. Um, so can you please um, I just do a better job than I did introducing yourself <laughs> and uh, let people know who you are, how you got into this and why you started this research? Yeah, awesome. I organize a community group here in Australia called Truth, Justice, Freedom for Children and I always knew growing up um, that I had been a survivor of child sexual abuse. So as a disclosure of so many things like the Epstein and Maxwell case, you know, started coming through in 2018, I just really felt my mission at that time was to just raise awareness for, for the suffering of our children, for our most vulnerable in society. And, yeah, just for me from that time in 18, just learning more and more about, you know, the horrific state of crimes against our children started taking me into, you know, topics like MKUltra, mind control, monarch, satanic ritual abuse. And, you know, it, it's a huge, um, a huge area that is so hidden. And then when you start getting your head around it, it's just like, wow, you know, this actually affects absolutely every area of our society today. And, you know, we can look around and see that so much of, of the world that we live in is under mind control. And, you know, I, I really enjoy breaking down how they're doing it, um, trying to understand that and trying to get that information out to people so they can free their own minds as well. And, um, yeah, interestingly enough, over the last six months after all the research I've done, I started having my own memories come through of ritual abuse of programming and you know I know a lot of other survivors around me that you know we sort of knew we were from dysfunctional families 
we knew we had some sort of, you know, unusual upbringing in the past. But, yeah, it's it's almost like the programming is breaking down so much over the collective at the moment. Those memories were able to come forward for me as well. And um, it's been it's been an amazing journey speaking to so many survivors of ritual abuse and, you know, the, the cults and MK Ultra and just learning, um, you know, how they experienced it as an individual and then being able to see how that's being transferred out from the micro to the macro to really enslave the whole of humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you that's the truth of it, the the whole of humanity. This isn't just some small thing. This is a massive cover-up, a global cover-up mm-hmm. of what's happening here, and it's embedded within the military, within Hollywood, all the cartoons, all even music videos, the music industry, everywhere you look, the three-letter agencies, they all have a hand in this, the politicians and it's all and they're all in collusion they're 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 covering this up together you know and the entire mm-hmm. system is built around that and i guess what i want to identify first is um so this is all done subconsciously right this like uh most of the time this mind control is done subconscious it affects the subconscious mind by symbols and certain trigger words and all that stuff so i guess i'll let you um explain to us what actually monarch mind control is the origins of it and then uh, we can get into like how to identify it and all that stuff yeah awesome so i think kathy o'brien who's an incredible u.s survivor that you guys Mm. might have um Mm. connected with and heard of before oh yeah she says you know all information is mind control and i think that's really pivotal to you know understanding how this works and we can see that in society at the moment by withholding the truth by withholding who we are and our place within the universe that have really been able to disempower humanity and, ma- and basically make us a slave race. Right. And, you know, to, to understand how far back, you know, mind control goes, like at the current form of it would be MK Ultra, but mind control goes, you know, way back centuries and centuries. It's talked about in books like, the Egyptian Book of the Dead, which is um, dated like 1500 years BC. Right. Yeah, they're talking about, you know, using um, torture, using spells, so hypnosis, using potions, so drugs, and all of these things are to break down the human psyche and make it more susceptible to control, to to power. And really when we get behind why the alphabet agencies today are using mind control over the masses it really comes back to that enslavement it it becomes it's the control and the power over a population because we're so big now um humanity all over the world they can't just control us through you know an old king and queen or there's to be a multi-layered psyop which is um very much what we're living through now so the origins of uh, MK Ultra in the current form that we see today go back to the wars. So a lot of wartime experiments were using this knowledge from books like the Egyptian Book of the Dead and um, the knowledge that the cult families had passed down over generations and were already using in their families. They actually did it on a mass scale within the wars in, um, you know, horrific, you know, inhumane experiments conducted on prisoners of war, on um, you know in the Nazi war camps etc and that was when this 
occult knowledge, so hidden knowledge, was really, I guess, corporatized and brought out in a mass scale. Um, and that's when Tavistock, so Tavistock is really key to understanding the monarch program and brainwashing because Tavistock basically created those programs and Tavistock come around in 1920. So that was through the royals, through cult, hidden cult, the secret groups and um, the, the British military. So, and that was MI6, you know, British intelligence. So that Tavistock has literally become like a brain now with its tentacles through every area of our society. Like you were saying before, the military is a huge one. Mm -hmm. um, media, politics, you know, our hospitals, our me medical system um, are all very much linked in to this structure that was created by British intelligence in a way to actually reach its tentacles out all over the world through its colonies and control those and um it's quite interesting because you know british intelligence doesn't so often come up in the discussion of mk ultra and that looks very deliberate because it's been in the us australia has been you know massive um ma a massive site for experimentation as well canada and new zealand so it's it's like that five eyes network mm -hmm. that actually reached out and done a lot of this experimentation through through their colonies um, and, and Tavistock used a lot of the shell shock. So they noticed that soldiers were coming back from the war and they were just fragmented. They weren't themselves. They noticed that they were really easily programmable because they were in so much shock from what they'd seen and what they'd lived through. And so they started using this on vulnerable groups of people, so children, people with disabilities, vulnerable adults, et cetera, and just continued the experimentation right. from there. Yeah, and so Tavistock's program is Monarch MK Ultra, um, and it's called Monarch because of the butterfly, and that was something that Tavistock and their scientists become quite interested in because they noticed that the butterfly would lay its eggs, it would fly away, it wouldn't have anything to do with these um, little guys growing up, the caterpillars, but those butterflies would retain all the genetic knowledge of their parents and they would know where to fly, they would know um, where to breed and, and just right. the cycle. So that was the first tip-off to, to Tavistock that uh, information, so knowledge, could actually be genetically passed down and... You know, that's a key part of MK Ultra is you know, intergenerational families of abuse. These sorry. children naturally pick up, yeah, um, uh, the ability to dissociate. Uh, sorry to stop you, but I, no, I guess I never, <laughs> I guess I never connected those dots as far as the monarch butterfly being the symbol of the generational passing it down generational. Because uh, actually, if you research, don't ask me why I did this one time, but I was looking into monarch butterflies and they're absolutely fascinating what they're able to retain because they had it's it's in their DNA, but they know where they're going. They know exactly like whatever. There's this whole thing. Um, I never really connected the dots that it was the generational thing that's in the DNA. And that's the purpose of it, I guess. So once you that's why they choose certain families. Right. Uh, and man, there's so much to cover. <laughs> it's like another world well right. it's like our real world isn't it <laughs> being uncovered yeah and it's and it's really so I, I guess we can talk about how they how they choose their victims 
Um, you know, because they usually, from my understanding, they typically look for a dysfunctional family or parents who are abusers themselves, who aren't really going to care if their kids are taken somewhere for a day and not to school or whatever the case may be. Uh, just, they look for dysfunctional families. Can you uh, go into that a little bit and what you've uh, uncovered? Absolutely. So like with the monarch, um, the knowledge from how the butterfly passes on the genetics to its offspring, you know, the, the, I guess the profitable or the, the people that monarch and the, the alphabet agencies want to utilize are children that can dissociate. So their children from families of intergenerational abuse um, so it's that particular um, you know, sexual abuse is passed down from generation to generation in their genes and it means that the children are actually more likely and more able to dissociate quicker because if a child is unable to dissociate, they're not really much value, value to the program. Basically, dissociation means that almost like a barrier of trauma is set up in a part of the brain. It's, it fragments off, it splits. And that's a survival mechanism for that child that's inherited it from a damaged parent that's been through torture and abuse as well because by splitting off that part of the brain, it creates an altar, so an area that's functioning separately. And then that way, trauma that is just unbearable for that child to actually endure is able to be held in that area as well as the programming that they add as well. Mm-hmm. So children that aren't from and a family of intergenerational abuse potentially may not survive, um, you know, severe programming to the degree that they want to program someone to create a super soldier or an assassin or, you know, any of their programs to go into the public arena as well. So we've seen in Australia, which was very much cult set up um, from, from the very beginning because we were quite a late, late established colony of the British um, area, that there were many, many cult families that come in to start with and they were already doing their, you know, backyarder MK Ultra to start with to control their children. But then Tavistock coming in the 50s and 60s and pretty much got that really corporatized, um, set it up so all businesses, hospitals, medicine were functioning that way. And then we started seeing children being targeted um, from single mothers, for example. You know, they would be unsure if they could um, take care of their child they may might be seeing a doctor and the doctor would potentially be targeting that person saying you know you should go to this particular clinic or referring them to certain people that were within the system you should give up your child once it's born because you can't take care of it and then they become wards of the state and Tavistock and the governments, the military have complete access to them. So definitely children from multi-generational families of abuse, which every all of the cult families are. So if you see someone on the public stage at the moment, you know that they've come from that type of family because they wouldn't have been able to live through the programming otherwise and they wouldn't risk having someone on the stage that wasn't controllable. Yeah, and that's where the, the grooming comes in. So yeah. when he, these kids are born into these families and they're groomed from day one to be another abuser. Right. And they don't even, they don't even understand anything different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard one time this uh, survivor on Dr. Phil years ago, and he was asking her questions and she said that she missed it. She missed the, 
the abuse because she didn't know anything else. When she was given a free life, she actually on some level was addicted to it. And it's really insane, like how much it affects you. And that would have to be from being passed down through the genetics, right? In your DNA. And because that's, that's nothing that doesn't just come from one lifetime of abuse, you know? Yeah. And children learn a lot from their parents too. So, you know, you're being programmed by your mother and your father before you can even, you know, have a perspective of whether they're right or wrong Mm -hmm. or, you know, what their history is truly. So if you've got a parent that has suffered, you know, extreme programming and quite often, like in terms of my family, my mother isn't aware of any of this because she's completely dissociated. So, I've received all of her programming around, you know, self-worth, around poverty, which is really common as a program to put into um, mm-hmm. to survive as well about not being good enough um, and the list goes on. So all of those things are sort of passed down through your parents' parents' actions without you as a child really being able to take that in. And, you know, the monarch programming actually starts while you're in the womb. Mm-hmm. So it can be through druggings, it can be through hypnosis of the parent, it can be through um, electric shock, um, it can be through spells, curses, black magic. That's all part of it. It's, it's completely multidimensional, this program. Right, so right. all this is happening while before this child's even born. So they're really trying to create a split mind and it's important for them to cause those splits in the child really young. They usually start physical um you know abuse and torture by four or five and they want to make sure that a child is split um in their mind very early like at least before before 12 most um programmers have have said because later it becomes a lot harder a job and the programming may not be as successful right and it's a good thing i'm glad you brought up the split like so we have the altars right and then there's obviously triggers for different altars. I don't know how much, if you even have dove into the topic of the secret space program at all. Yeah, um, wow. but, right. So that's, that's exactly how they, they choose yeah. the candidates for the uh, program. It's all done the same exact programming mm-hmm. and whatever program that you are, are suitable for, that's where you go, yeah. you know? And, uh, but the altars is something that they utilize and rely on to do pull off their to do their dirty work right and uh, so can you explain this is something we cover a lot but we never really got into the nitty-gritty of the programming and how they're accomplishing it um people have an understanding but if you know what to look for it can really mm-hmm. help you steer away from that uh so can you explain like the the purpose of the altars and then the trigger words and how an altar is activated activated by a trigger yeah, absolutely. It's interesting that you mentioned the space program too, because that's so international. And, you know, we've been kind of like with the military programming, we've been brought up for you know, our whole lives to be like, wow, the space program. Wow, look at what great things the military are doing. And really, the space pro- programs, the only thing they're interested in is the space between your ears. They are all mind control. That's that's it. They're just government funding pouring into those to go into MK Ultra for the masses. And yeah, so the way that they might, um, I guess, program an individual 
is by causing this extreme trauma, particularly as um, a young person, they're actually splitting off parts of the mind. Um, and, you know, we've got incredible survivors here in Australia that have been speaking out for decades, like Fiona Barnett, and she's went into a lot of the programming that she was able to break down. And she describes how her earliest splits of her mind as a child were into five, five places, so five parts of the brain, and they were done at different ages, loaded with different colours, and everything after that was added to those particular altars. And that's the thing is once you've got those initial splits in you as a child from extreme torture or sexual abuse from a caregiver that you just can't park anywhere, you don't have those memories that part of the brain has sectioned off. It's got a wall around it and the trauma is in there, but as well as the trauma that has been, I guess, sectioned off to prevent you from just completely having a meltdown and and not being able to go on, the programming will be added into specific parts of that trauma and they'll often recreate or um, actually perform the same type of torture and abuse that you experienced at that particular age to load that new program in to that area of the mind as well so an example of that would be um you know your mk um ultra delta programs which are the assassins so we see those um individuals being utilized in false flags all around the world like we've had um our port arthur massacre which was a um a young man who was severely um mentally i guess slow and he was programmed to take their fall for that Right. Um, to that he'd actually done done that and he hadn't. Meanwhile, it was actually military that did the whole operation. Um, and it can go either way. It can be you're programmed to take the fall for something or you're actually programmed as a super soldier to be a um, sharpshooter to take right. someone. And right. that, it, yeah. Just to care, like the school shootings and all that stuff. Like They're those are yeah. 100%. Those are all... I would call activated sleepers because they might be going on about their lives, you know, and a trigger word or symbol is placed into their subconscious subliminally. However, they don't even know what's happening. All of a sudden they're triggered. We have voice of God or voice to skull technology, which beams messages into their heads. And then if you, if you listen to, if you read any of the articles or all of the articles about the school shooters, for example, they all say that God told them to do it. They heard, Mm -hmm. and this is, this is, it's almost comical that every article, the shooter says, God told them to do it. And no one's connecting those dots, you know, but, but then the therapists are also in on it. They have, they're they're programmed and they're designed to make you seem crazy. And the whole mental health side of it, it's wild. Yeah. Well, the, the mental health for the world was set up by Tavistock. So British intelligence. And our mental health system in Australia started in Melbourne by Tavistock as well in um, 1941. So absolutely, they have control of psychology. They have control of mental health. And their first defence is always, you know, this person's crazy. What they're bringing forward at this time isn't, um, isn't true. Shut them down, put them on some pharmaceutical drugs, right. et cetera. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely with, um, you know, with the false flags, those those um, assets to them that are are being used, they are able to do that job because 
of their splits. They've been programmed in there. They, they want a super soldier that's not going to ask questions. You don't want someone that's about to shoot JFK and goes, oh, I can't do it. It's against, against what I believe in. They're, they're programmed to just go through that. And it can be extremely different to the person's normal persona because you imagine this part of the brain that has received so much torture, so much horrific abuse over decades to get this programming in, that particular alter can be very angry. It can be completely believing in, in different things, like, for example, believing in Lucifer's kingdom over God's kingdom, um, can believe that shooting people is a good thing to do. And it's just an alter, just a part of this person's brain that mm -hmm. is not normally conscious and active unless certain triggers are brought forward. They're given phrases, maybe in a certain heightened environment under certain drugs, et cetera. Um, and we've, I've spoken to a survivor recently from New Zealand who was trained as an assassin, and she talked about being actually um, picked up in a van um, to be taken to um, do a job, which was to take someone out in a recent um, massacre or well, not a few years back now anyway. But she, because she's done so much healing and done so much work, was able to stop it, was able to say, I'm not doing it. Um, so it's interesting that, you know, we can definitely start breaking down this programming, but how many times does that not happen with an individual? Mm -hmm. A lot of these individuals aren't even aware that they're programmed. Right. If you asked me 12 months ago, I wouldn't have known either. So, mm -hmm. you know, and that's, that's the state of things is so many assets that are out there at the moment just would have no idea in and any sense what they've lived through exactly what they live through or that they've even been mind controlled. Um, and the whole, it all goes back to what you said, like the, I guess the British, right. The British intelligence or whatever uh -huh. um, they know yeah. us, they, they know humans, they know us better than we know ourselves. They understand the psych us psychologically more than we're ever taught. And their, their torture, their abuse targets the left and right side of their brain specifically. So they'll, you know, and they have certain methods. It's all very well thought out. Unfortunately, uh, that's why they keep us suppressed. So we don't learn about the human body and what we're capable of and, and all that stuff, because it, we would pick up, we would start to pick up on the subliminal messaging then, because we would understand how things operate. And I want to get into that subliminal messaging and where it's showing up. And in particular, like Wizard of Oz, Alice in Wonderland. Um, mm that's just two but there it's everywhere all the kids cartoons disney mm -hmm. hollywood music 100 percent. yeah so i think the important things to realize with tavistock and tavistock actually train all of the alphabet agencies so that gives you a good perspective of how much in control they are and they also you know pretty much run and control all of the syllabuses in every university around the world yes. as well so they are totally in control of what information we have access to at all times, you know, especially for people that aren't doing their own research, that uh, have bought into the system as such. So this, their level of expertise in mind control is, you know, hundreds, 100 years ahead of what we, we could even fathom at this stage. Um, like in the 1950s in Australia, they were doing lectures, so Tavistock employees were doing lectures on brainwashing and controlling the masses through shock. So imagine where we're at 
70 years later because so much of this has now been meshed in with frequencies that are around us and also technology as well. So that's kind of like they've got new layers to add to, you know, they're already established um, techniques that they learned during the wars. So in the 50s here in Australia as well, Tavistock was actually researching the effect of film on school children. So they were basically um, uncovering how much when we actually watch something visually, it flips straight through to our subconscious mind. Quite often, unless we're really conscious of programming and what we're watching, as I, I feel people are becoming at this stage of the game, and before that people would just be taking everything in and as something that is true. Right. It bypasses your it bypasses your reasoning. Yeah. 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 And you might think you're sitting there watching, you know, Top Gun, which is a total military industrial complex promo job, and yeah. just enjoying it. But how much other messages are going straight through to your subconscious without you actually thinking for a second is that right or wrong because we kind of when we sit down and watch a film for entertainment's sake anyway we're not really switched on about is this true or not it's kind of like watching this make-believe world now your subconscious mind doesn't perceive things that way whatever information comes through it's cataloging all of it noting down all of it and obviously these messages are repeated and repeated and repeated um, so very quickly, you know, what your innate knowledge and what you see around the world can be very overpowered by the external stimuli that you're being fed through propaganda well, as well. And, and it's, the, mm. you know, what's scary is, so a lot of these actors and actresses, um, even cele any celebrity musician, a lot of them have been exposed uh, somewhat. Like the mainstream is not going to acknowledge it, but there's information out there on them being pedophiles and doing these horrible things. Uh, in particular, like somebody like Tom Cruise, if that's even him anymore, like, the, you know, there's uh, this deep fake technology clones, all that stuff. But but what's scary about it is we know this. We know who these people are, the adrenochrome ring. We know everything that's going on. And then we still sit down on our couch and enjoy a movie from them. And it tri it tricks you. It tricks you into like, OK, well, and I understand people like to just separate that and enjoy the movie for what it is, because. I mean, let's face it, we've all enjoyed those movies because yeah. that's exactly what they're designed to do. But it's that's when it becomes easier to look away and acknowledge it because yeah. you're, it's almost like black magic. You're so enamored by this actor's performance that you're like, oh, I don't even care that he's a pedophile. Like all of a sudden, like why, why we don't even realize that we're allowing it to, to, to deceive. Yeah. yeah, it's like an unconscious form of acceptance of almost what they've done as well, I believe. You know? and, and that's that's why they put these people out there because it's just conditioning society to to recognise it's okay. Right. And people. sorry to cut you off. I just want to say oh. this in really quick. And it gets us to idolise, worship, and love the very people that are torturing our children. And yeah. it's like a mockery. They make a mockery. It's like a big slap in the face. Like ritual mockery, they're right. just like we're doing this, you know, in our in our other other um altar, but you know, in the public eye, you guys are just still sitting there watching and lapping this up. It's nuts, isn't it? Right. I mean, yeah. 
And so you mentioned in the what fifties they started testing the film on children, right? On school children, yeah. So and like that's seventy odd years ago. So imagine the state that that's in now as well. And um, we can see with you know with Disney with Hollywood, you know, a lot of those. Let's talk about the cartoons, for example, coming from Disney. A lot of those serve a lot of purposes. So. You know, there's this layer in them where there's a lot of symbology. You know, there's you can see people have pointed out now that there's Illuminati written here or there's, you know, penis symbols here or you know, sexual innuendos here and there within the cartoon. So that's all going straight through to a child's subconscious and it's almost you know, indoctrinating them into the fact that, you know, we are actually living in this satanically run society at this stage but it's not spoken about those symbols are all parked in that child's brain from very very early on and then another layer of the Disney cartoons that goes even deeper is there's a lot of themes a lot of triggers that are put into those a lot of words or phrases that are deliberately put into those for programming monarch um, children so children that are highly sensitive children that are already dissociated and have their alters in there they're sitting down watching a disney movie and that's actually just strengthening the programming that's been put into them they can't remember at this stage because most survivors of you know mk ultra ritual abuse and that kind of programming aren't generally getting their memories back to late 30s 40s onwards as well so these children are just getting almost like a top up from entertainment right and it's disney in particular they make they they try to break the mother child bond right so they're always like portraying the death of a of a parental mm -hmm. figure or a safe figure to the main character so mm -hmm. and and what does that do to a child? It's like, it's, it's horrific. The Lion King, uh, Land Before Time, you know, just some two off the top of my head, but like, it's very sad, you know, and yeah. what is that doing to a child's mind? Yeah. And remember, that's going back to the Tavistock programming, the shock. They know that when you go into shock and you have this big trauma, which is exactly what we've seen with the rollout, the scandemic over the last few years, people become, you know, they revert into their childhood Mm -hmm. infancy basically and you become highly emotional which means you become highly programmable so right. that's exactly why they play on this usually the mother child um bond being broken very early on in mm -hmm. a disney movie because i mean i i can tell you i remember having tears at the start of disney movies growing up mm -hmm. and then you watch the rest of it and you can you're much your mind's much more open to be programmed because you've reached this really high emotional state and then it's calmed down and then you just sit there and you're kind of almost in a bit of a hypnotic trance and all of this um, messaging is going straight into your brain, straight into your child's brain. Right. Yeah. Were you going to say something? So I was going to say. Um, Don't pull those in my oh, yeah. mic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, so they, they've like done studies on how your brain reacts when, when you're watching a movie or a show and it puts you basically it puts you in a trance state so you um you go into um alpha brain waves yeah. and then also your brain reacts the same way as if what you're watching is actually happening to you in real life it doesn't know the difference 
So when you're watching a movie, that's why we react the way we do when we watch a movie or a show. We get all emotional or we get scared or we get whatever because your brain doesn't is in a state that it doesn't realize it's like suspended this suspended um your belief is suspended where you think it's actually happening on a certain level and it reacts the same way so they know that and they know that that's going to create traumas or create certain uh things in your psyche that they they you know have their agenda of what they want to program you with and they right. they create these movies and these shows specifically you know it's for it, that reason it's all about getting you making you complicit to their agendas yeah yeah Power they got it down to it they got the science down they got the they know how to create the perfect mind control slave slave you know yeah. like on the on the mental and emotional level the deepest level so you know it's it's a million times more effective than forced slavery where you know you're a slave and you know you're being oppressed and you're you're uh being manipulated and everything else it's they got it down to where you don't even know you don't even know you're being manipulated you don't even know you're being programmed because you don't you're even being know you're... because you're being rewarded with a paycheck yeah because... uh, i know paying taxes Right. They know how to put the carrot on the string to get you to, yeah, money. They know how to get you <clears throat> so to uh, crave after, you know, mm-hmm. all these yeah. things, sex, uh, you know, everything just yeah. to keep you from look seeing below the surface. Right. What's really going on. It was busy. It was interesting what you yeah. said about alpha, alpha waves too. And, you know, they say that if we sit in front of just the TV, not I don't even have a TV, can't stand that thing. Within four, within four seconds, you go into alpha. Mm-hmm. And that's a highly programmable state. Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, Tavistock's goal was to make the slaves love their servitude. It It's out there in their mission statement, and that's exactly what they've right. attempted to do. They've just pro- mm-hmm. they're programming, you know, the masses to love to love the the serving that they do to love the overlords that we have mm-hmm. and yeah. you know i think we've all experienced that like trying to break through all of that programming you know over over the last decade it's nuts there's just so much that has been put into us from such an early age as children and that's yeah. the difficult thing because it's literally everywhere so even when you're aware of it it's not like you're being complicit, but you still have to participate on some level just to survive and be here. Mm-hmm. And but being aware is so key because you it, yeah. it, it loses control of you, right? If it, it, does. If it does, yeah, I believe it's like breaking the spell is a good way to put it. So we can't like we've grown up, we live in a very satanic satanic um overriding principles of this world, you know, and slowly that will change as human consciousness changes. However, you know, we, we um, the way we, you know, by being awake and perceiving things, you can actually break down and see what's happening in front of you. You can see, I think, by being able to see what their agendas are, we're actually able to disempower um, the strength of those over us as individuals. And hopefully that's transferring out to more people around around us because it's it's certainly a lot easier to find information on mind control information on how disney's programming our children today than it was five years ago so that's all right i mean in the right direction it's everywhere Mm -hmm. online and that's why they had to uh, activate the fact checkers 
<laughs> you know, yeah. the, information control. <laughs> right. And yeah, then, people waking up. Yeah. It's yeah, a and, big factor. Uh, that's it. We don't make good slaves like that asking questions. Nope. Right. So I do yeah. want to cover in particular, I know I've mentioned it already a few times, Alice in Wonderland, um, Wizard yeah. of Oz, because because it's not just a cartoon. It, well, they are cartoons, but they're also used like if some if a child is brought into a facility somewhere in my in MK Ultra, they're put uh, they're they're using Looney Tunes, Alice in Wonderland, cartoons, whatever. So then whenever they go back out in the real world, it's all subconsciously triggering them and activating them. And Alice in Wonderland in particular, it, they, they have a tour that comes through uh, that's going through St. Louis right now. It's three months in a row citywide where um, you go and participate in this whole Alice in Wonderland uh, game, right? You download uh, this, download this app, bitch. you download this app and they have this drink that they're serving uh, that, that says, that literally says, drink me. It's like a little tag that says, drink me. And it's like this blue potion and you're, and it's like, I don't know what the drink is supposed to be, but it wants you to feel like you're in the movie or you're one of these characters. And it's like, it's so obvious, but people are like jumping, like they can't, they're getting in line to yeah. sign up for it because most people aren't aware that they love Alice in Wonderland. They love the characters yeah, they no and idea. they want to go dress up like the characters, but they don't understand like this what to me is that? like some massive operation to maybe even abduct children. I don't know, but. Um, yeah, it's so interesting that tour. We actually have that tour, Alice in Wonderland, all around Australia oh. as well. Yeah, yeah. And I believe that it is out there to, for two reasons, both for them to activate sleeper agents for their ongoing agendas in the parents, that is. But also that kind of tour and for people that are able to, um, you know, they know what they're looking for, the programmers. They right. could be at that kind of event and really easily spot children that are coming from a family of multi-generational abuse, children that um, perhaps are a bit more clingy um, to a parent, et cetera. So they, you know, have maybe some mother-child bond issues and all of those things are going to make a child a better um a better asset for programming so yeah. it's really scary and it's just like you said it's just out in the open it's advertised everywhere and really big it's real something too isn't it and really big yeah. kids get in free kids yeah. are free kids yeah obviously they're just trying to lure you mm. there you know uh just it's mind blowing to me. And I also wonder if it's like a desperation last ditch effort because there is a cleanup process. In particular, mm -hmm. we had a, a Navy whistleblower on our show who was talking about a cleanup in particular in St. Louis from some of these underground networks and stuff. Um, whether it's true or not, we just have to take his word for it. But yeah. if that's true and it was just cleaned up, it would make sense that they would go right back into this area that they've had a stronghold over for so long and try and get everybody back under their umbrella. Yeah, they're desperate. It's like an yeah. act of desperation. Absolutely, yeah. mm -hmm. their supply is getting cut, cut off. And I think just by more people being awake, like it's getting mm -hmm. harder for them to do what they need to do. So it makes sense that they have to do such a big program or operation like this Wizard of Oz. Right. Um, sorry, Alice in Wonderland tour right. to, yeah. to target children as well. 
Nuts, yeah. So yeah, Alice, Alice in Wonderland and Wizard of Oz are two very prominent programs in a lot of survivors. Um, I know we've had Fiona Barnett speak out here and she experienced them being quite overlaid in her. Um, so they're not so much in separate parts of the brain, but mingled together as such. And um, like we were talking about before with you know, parts of the brain being sectioned off through extreme torture and abuse to create those alters, they were put into various parts of the story as well. And then you've got all of the, the lingo and the words and, you know, children watch these films over and over and they start repeating them, you know, so things like follow the yellow brick road in Wizard of Oz, um, programmers like um, Fritz Springmeier, who um, now speaks out to raise awareness, talks about, you know, when they say follow the yellow brick road, it's it's like a, a command to a slave to go, that you're under control. Mm-hmm. Um and that's sort of like an opening line. And then after that, they can go in and activate a particular altar, which is quite similar to the follow the white rabbit, which mm. follow the white rabbit is like, it's it's almost like, you know, you're subconsciously saying to this person who has no idea that that is an emotionally loaded or um, programmed sentence that you're in control of them. So it's like a master key to say, okay, let's go. So that would be one of the earlier um, triggers before they start going down into deeper programming or into a particular altar to either program it or potentially give it a job. So it's quite nuts to think that, you know, Follow the White Rabbit has really come out in a number of movements Mm. recently. And I really question that, whether it's, you know, being used to obviously um, assert control over um, people that aren't even aware that they have programming, but definitely after hearing that phrase or saying that phrase or reading that phrase, that effort, that person has any level of dissociation, which let's, let's be clear, you know, every single person on the planet at the moment has some le- a level of dissociation oh, yeah. through the propaganda we've lived through, even if you're not a ritual abuse survivor or a survivor of um, MK Ultra, you, they still have their um, tentacles in you through the shock that you've lived through from watching the news and right. all, of, all of the movies with the violence you've seen as well. So, yeah, it's quite interesting to see that I Follow the White Rabbit's got such a prominent position in um, information sharing at the moment, I find as well. Right. And mm-hmm. White Rabbit is also a symbol for the adrenochrome, uh, which, yeah. is, which is really interesting. And that was made, that was brought to everyone's attention f- a few years ago. And, and then now when we see certain celebrities uh, or whoever, it doesn't matter who it is, any public mm-hmm. figure with the white rabbit symbol, a lot of time, more times than not, if you if you do the right research and follow it, go down the rabbit hole, right? Um, you know, <laughs> it leads you to it leads you to this adrenochrome ring yeah. that's very actually unbelievably open online. Like it's not even they're not even hiding this stuff. If you know where to yeah. look, it's all in plain sight, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I really feel that you know, follow the white rabbit is has been put out there to to literally um, open a lot of sleeper um, you know sleeper assets in the community and the survivors that have spoken out that um, you know in America they're saying that 
they reckon there's millions. Some have estimated 10 million, 20 million. And I know that Australia has went through, you know, we've had institutions like Derek Boys Home in, in New South Wales. They've had millions of boys go through um, in the time they were open and every single one of them has received some sort of MK programming. Right. So it'd be quite, you know, like you'd be talking about one in 20 people is a kind of, you know, figure that we're getting towards, if not more. Right. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the white rabbit, we've got, um, you know, Hugh Hefner and the Playboy Bunny. You know, that's just another layer yeah. of that as well, isn't it? And, um, you know, right. there's whistleblowers and- that have come out saying, you know, Hefner was actually CIA. Mm-hmm. He was protected by your national security and the military. And um, he was very much along the power of an Epstein and Maxwell, you know, with his mm-hmm. honeypot, you know, beta slaves, um, you know, black being able to blackmail all these powerful people so the alphabet agencies can manoeuvre them wherever they want. Yep. Yeah. And how right. much have we thought, you know, the Playboy money is cool, Hugh Hefner's like all about sexual liberation and, you know, people doing their own thing and it's like there's always an alternative, a, a, an ulterior motive. Right. Well, it's mm. like the, it's, these people are in positions to where it's like the perfect cover. Um, yeah. And this gets into the church, like a, a priest or, um, you know, it's so hard. And I know it triggers a lot of people, but not in all cases, but like the Catholic Church or the Vatican, like we understand that like some of these priests or even the Pope actually aren't this benevolent person that we thought they were. But what a perfect way to slip in and be the devil in disguise. And yeah. uh, if you want to touch on that at all, because that's an entirely... Yeah, well, like in around Australia, you know, we were very much set up, you know, I think the wineries coming first and then the churches were a couple of years later and both are major players in the child trafficking and exploitation of children. And, you know, our churches have an awful rap here for child sexual abuse and what's just starting to come forward now is it's it's not just child sexual abuse it's been around programming it's been around um, ritual abuse so it's really been another way that um, I guess these cults could infiltrate you know something that people see as um, good and they have respect for the church and listen to their um, what they're putting forward but they've been able to really go in and control families so they've been able to access children etc as well and you know you even have to look at the language like you know it's altar boys that are used by the church altar boys i never even i did just now connected those dots yeah me too <laughs> altar uh, boys yeah. yeah yeah and i, I can't uh, there's so so many um you know men that are, are adults now that have experienced church abuse and when they tell me their stories a lot of them will tell me about you know, spells being cast over them or weird phrases or speaking in tongues. And like it, it for that generation that's a little bit older now, it's almost I don't think they actually understand that they were in rituals really because church is a ritual in itself, isn't it? There's the wine, there's the 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 um you know breaking right. of bread, there's candles, there's fire. So you know it's 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 such a 
Right. It's such a waste, isn't it? Or as my mm. one of my old friends used to call it, uh, the weekly fashion show. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like, because like, his family would go and he's like, I don't, I think they're just going to show off their new outfits. Like they don't even know yes. why they're going anymore. I'm like, <laughs> and socialize. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's lost, it's lost all of that. Um, I guess what it was really meant for anyway. Right. Sold and- out. Right. And, and, and fear of, oh, I, I need to go to heaven. So I have to keep going to church. Right. Exactly. Be, you know, it's this whole fear programming. Right. Sure. Not that there's massive. And mm-hmm. not that there isn't Savior. some good that comes out of it because there are good intentioned people involved in the church. Oh, absolutely. Now, this is just, this isn't a blanket statement for all churches across the globe, but it is, we're, we're only talking about this so you know what to look for. And so you can be aware of this and mm-hmm. you can be, picky about which church you decide to go to you know Um, and even the church of all churches the vatican you know how many survivors have come forward talking about being in rituals underneath that facility and what's actually underneath there as well so Mm -hmm. you know in a sense all of our churches in some way have been modeled off that and although there may have been good people that wanted to do the right thing you know there's this really evil um you know overlord or over overriding um yeah system that's coming through from rome because that place yeah right things that have happened there and the control that's come happened from the vatican is just terrific yeah mm. and yeah. exactly yeah. and there's a lot of information like you said coming coming forward about that things are happening so that's something i, do, I also want to talk about like there is a cleanup effort we are noticing a change and i think a lot of the reasons that everything is so apparent now is because maybe it's like nearing an end and as all this stuff is surfacing and we can see it now to have these discussions so it can be healed and cleared. And, you know, we can't do that unless everyone knows exactly what's happening. Mm. Um, So I know we have a, maybe seems like we have a long way to go, but I do have hope and I do think there's a bright future ahead. And that's why we're even here doing this work right now. You know, it's, it's been amazing even over the last few years to see how many people, have woken up to what's going on and can now even perceive the programming that's going on around them. And I think that's that's incredible because then they can protect their children, like so many parents are choosing to homeschool, et cetera, at the moment mm. um, as well. And Massive. in my, my perspective from what I hear from survivors and um, programmers um, that I've interviewed is I don't think things are quite there yet. Like I think we really will have a good run of these guys trying to do their best Mm -hmm. to really um, unleash their agendas yet still. But there's so many individuals speaking out and there's so many survivors now coming forward. Like they really can't, they can't stop this truth coming forward, which is changing um, society. It's almost like we're in two groups. We've sort of got a a group that is almost like a, a parallel society now that sees things. And then there's a group that unfortunately have, you know, stayed in the system they're in. They've taken um, you know, right. the current bioweapon that, you know, is obviously very much related to the MK Ultra agendas as well. So, yeah, right. it's interesting times ahead. And, um, you know, some of the survivors speaking out at the moment are actually um, recalling a lot of their programming around this time as well so that's quite interesting because it's around you know people being activated in the community around people being rounded up 
very much like what happened during World War II with the Nazis. Mm-hmm. So the undesirables are going to be put into camps, et cetera. And like, you know, war, the, their programming says that war is about to break out at some stage in your country, which will be war everywhere if, you, right. if something happens in America as well. So it's interesting that that's all in the programming. Like hopefully we can avoid the worst part of that. Um, But, you know, these are people that were programmed 40, 50 years ago as well. So they've been planning for some time. Yeah, and that's that's what people need to understand because, you know, there's this, we've heard it a million times, white hats in control, you know, all like, let's just say some benevolent faction does have control now and things they're not getting away with as much as they used to. Let's just say that's true. That doesn't mean that these people are going to stop what they're doing uh, because that's all they know. This is a life. Like you said, it's in their DNA. It's generational. The These abusers, that's all they know. And they're addicted to it. Like I said earlier, that's their way of life. That's how they survive. They don't know any other way of living. So even though maybe they have lost on some level and they have lost their grip, they're still going to live out their programming because that's all they know. And it's just going to take generations to finally get out of that. Just as, just like it took generations to get to where we are now, all that programming, what does it do? They, they program us so that we program each other and they don't even have to do anything anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. we're constantly out there doing all their dirty work for them and we don't even know it. So true. So very true. Yeah. So um, some of the cartoons going back to that one in particular um, that I've heard somebody mention before, and I think it's really interesting is the magic school bus. Uh, and then you think about the secret space program and then the show, the magic school bus. And I've, I've heard, I think it was a survivor talk about uh, magic, the, that MK ultra programming being shown the magic mm-hmm. school bus. Think about it, a school bus that mm-hmm. takes you to space and what better way to, get kids you know excited about going uh, going to space um on, on a, space. right space or, sounds like it's mk programming nuts right and mm-hmm. um that one and i mean it's it's everywhere right uh, there's yeah. so well, that, really, that kind of reminds me um of you know when in wizard of oz when they're talking about you know going over the rainbow or following the yellow brick mm. road, like a lot of that is around, particularly with over the rainbow, it's around the person or the child that's enduring that severe abuse, actually dissociating so much from what's going on in that present moment to survive that they go somewhere nice, that it's a magical world, it's somewhere separate. So that really helps assist with the splitting of the mind as well. So kind of giving that child an escape, which, you know, that really sounded similar when you were telling me about that bus. Right. It's like, you know, the child could be enduring and and school buses are used for a lot of abuse. Um, They're being used to target um, children for a long time and children have been abused on buses as well. But it's interesting how they sort of, you know, get on the magical bus. It's going to take you somewhere nice. Right. Really seems to reflect that dissociation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's something about the yellow school bus. I think there's something there because even Kamala Harris lately, she's been saying in her speeches, she's been dropping the yellow school bus. How she said the yellow school bus is the largest form of transportation on this planet. And she kept saying yellow school bus, not regular. And I'm like, there's something else to this. You're saying yellow for no reason. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Color programming is a big one. Like, like, um, 
Fiona Bunnett, our survivor, was saying that the first part, a lot of the very early programming is around the, the five colours um, mm. that they use, which can become doors. It can be set up quite differently in, in different people depending on their role. And then we see so much colour coding in the propaganda that we watch. Like I know a lot of the through the scandemic, there was like a lot of purple. Um, and I think your inauguration last year was like everyone wearing purple and inauguration right yeah that one yeah so purple is quite a strong color um color coding as well because they talk about half of the brain being programmed red half blue and so purple becomes the mixing of those two colors so that can be a big wake up for sleepers yeah as well. and, then, yeah. and then i think i read it on your telegram channel on one of your posts about like hallways doors slides stuff on of that matter being uh symbolizing a portal uh and like i don't remember what i read but it's interesting that you do see that a lot like in alice in wonderland like it's always a slide or a doorway or a hall like something leading somewhere i think it represents a portal maybe to the mind i mean i don't know but i i absolutely agree it's like being taken through the looking glass isn't it taken through into another world and remember, that's really what programming is all about. It's taking you into that particular part of the brain that has been split off already right. to add extra programming. Right. Yeah. I also wanted to touch on our military because um, the initiation into the military, like it seems so wrong. Like people, you know, you're almost abused to a degree and they're like pushing this homosexuality and, you know, they're stripping you of any sovereignty that you have, right? If immediately you have to get naked and you have to get all these shots and like everything like that's mm -hmm. all. What is that doing to that person also? And that's like, it's almost like an initiation. And, and it's just, I don't know, it's kind of just a, the military. Yes. I mean, I, I, you know, all the people that have served, you know, obviously we respect and, and we appreciate everybody. But when you really get down to it. Uh, it might not be that great as we're being as it's being sold as great as it's being sold you know hundred percent yeah and like we can we can just look at you know the military industrial complex has been in control of thousands of movies and their production it has massive presence in Hollywood you know so that is who is actually both conducting a lot of the MK um, so many survivors are actually um, traumatized and programmed at military bases they can't there's been survivors that have actually come forward saying that disney um disney parks have been used for that as well and actually set up from mk programming too and that was only because there would be too much public discernment of you know why are all these children going on to the military bases it's a bit weird at night etc um so so much of our society has really been set up as programming stations, you know, all our social media, our governments, our schools, it's occurring in all of these places. Um, but the military has a massive cult stronghold. And like you said, there's a lot of good people that go into the military and probably don't realise until they've been in there for a while exactly what's going on because we've sold such a different story um, to what's actually happening. But so many families, cult families, children are programmed to go into the military and unless you're programmed, you're not going to go up in rank. So if you're talking about someone that's, you know, high up, has power in the military, you can be certain that they've come from an intergenerational abuse program and they're an asset 
themselves as well. And, you know, the military has rituals. You know, we can look at the amount of deaths, you know, that have occurred in big world wars, et cetera. They're blood sacrifices to power up, you know, Mm -hmm. the, the spells and the agendas of the Satanists. And it doesn't matter if you don't believe in this stuff. They do. Right. And they're yeah. really, um, you know, they're, they're going for power from interdimensional demonic forces. They're going for power through technology to use over us. And all of the frequency weapons, all of the chips um, that we're now battling, you know, against at the moment with the current agendas, they've all come from military research through places like NASA and DARPA. And these all mesh into Tavistock. You know, they mesh in and are reported through Stanford um, Stanford Institute, which is meant to be about research, which mm-hmm. is really just cataloging every single response we have to every public event to see just how quickly and how far they can push us as a mass, like uh, push us along on their agenda, which, you know, we're, we're living through new world order at the moment. We're actually heading towards one world government, and that's that's the next And the military is a massive part of that. The military is a tool. So it's so important for the cults to have massive control of all the power players within the military. Um, And speaking to survivors, like I spoke to Laura Worley recently, and she has seen with her her own experience how the military have been involved in recent rituals um, to gain power for the New World Order and also um, has uncovered how many of the military, if not all personnel, have actually been chipped. And what that would mean is that can now be meshed in with the you know, increasing amounts of frequency weapons and technology um, that's around us to really mind control those people, make them angry, for example. Right, that's um, very I, true. Yeah. yeah, the frequencies are emitted to, uh, uh, in a city where uh, they want, a riot to break out they can right it's mm-hmm. nanotechnology and certain frequencies just pumped yeah. into the area and people get angry they don't even know why and then they get violent because mm-hmm. and then it's a hive mind thing right hive mind yeah and you're mm-hmm. picking up on everyone else and it's like you collectively co-create this riot and this chaos they know that i also think you mentioned that you know the new world order and they're heading absolutely that's what they're trying to do 100 you can't deny it at the same time i do think for the first time they have uh, an opposing force yeah. um an opposing force trying to stop them and i think the reason we're seeing it ramped up so much is because their hand is being forced mm-hmm. and they're they're like their whole whatever 2032 whatever the agenda was has now been fast-tracked to right now like we have to do this right now because they yeah. weren't expecting this backlash. Yeah. And this is why everything's very confusing. And we mm-hmm. have all these, like, we hear these stories about these, like this cleanup process, but then we hear, we can't ignore everything we're talking about today. They both yeah. are ha- playing out simultaneously. I agree. I, I mean, there's more, more people awake now than ever. I'm a big advocate for, you know, personal power. And I don't like, anyone sort of putting themselves out there waiting for a savior i feel like we're all here to do right. our part at this Amen. time and we really embrace that that's when things will happen and just to remember that you know we have the power to cause so much change in the world around us you know whether you're speaking out publicly or just educating your family and the people in your community homeschooling for example you know that's that's huge you know you're saving one mind from indoctrination so 
we're all doing so much. I think sometimes we don't realize how much we've broken down and broken through so much programming yeah. as well. We're now just waiting for that to be reflected. Well, in it's, the interesting. it's interesting now that this is the generation that's getting their memories back. Yeah. Uh, and that's to me that, I mean, come on, there's like a higher purpose. There's a higher reason for all this. And this is, I think a lot of these people, everyone who gets their memories back, it ends with them. Like the generation they have, now they have the opportunity to break that generational curse and to, to do something different now with their children. And so they don't pass that along to their children. And I see it. I'm witnessing that happen with so many of these star seeds and so many of these parents who are aware of this. They, they are very aware of what their ch child is consuming. And what I mean by that, well, even food, but entertainment, yeah. entertainment and what they're learning, all that stuff. You have to be very aware of that. Pay attention to it because your child is being programmed. You know, mm -hmm. and imagine what these children that are coming through, you know, from this time will be capable of, you know, I can speak for myself, you know, it's taken me decades to deprogram. And I thought that I was pretty damn awake from seeing the corruption and what my family went through as a young child. Right. But, you know, these children that are born and kept away from this program, programming, um, you know, for a large part of their upbringing, imagine what they're capable of doing. Like we, we're changing this in one generation. Yes. And I think this generation, the one that we are, we are now, we're kind of, you know, we're holding the line. We're saying it stops with us so we can then create this new generation that will just, the growth will be exponential from these children. They're very special. Right. Very, very old souls that are coming through at this time too. Right. And, and yeah. like they're, they're almost like a, these higher dimensional beings incarnating here with these memories and this knowledge that we didn't have growing up. Uh, and yeah. it's, it's like, and I've, I've said this a lot lately, but I really believe this is how it happens. You know, yeah. the more and more these children incarnate here and avoid the system and avoid the programming, their offspring, are, they're, they're going to come in from a higher dimension as well. Eventually they outweigh the lower dimensional beings that are here. And that's when the shift actually occurs. Like it's yeah. going to be generational and it's yeah. going to be a process. I don't think there's any one big moment that's just going to wake up the moment, the planet, and we're all going to have this aha moment. There are, <laughs> I do believe that there are going to be some events that are catalyst, um, but I don't mm. think there's something that's just going to immediately flip it. You know, I, I so feel that as well. Like I think, you know, over the past few years, people have very much been like hoping for something to just happen and the whole world to wake up and be like, oh, look, this is what's what's been going on and I, I don't really see that because remember we are all free will so it's some people's choice to stay in the system and we have to respect that as well and, and understand it like they've been programmed for a lifetime that that system is there to save them and not it's not for everyone to go go through the painful waking up that it's not um, but yeah absolutely these these children coming through and what we'll be able to do in future I think it's just just absolutely incredible there's there's so much hope now like you know speaking with survivors and you know even for myself to see the healing of like family lines like it's come to an end when people are choosing to heal and to talk about this and to take action and you know just for these things to be being discussed publicly is so healing mm -hmm. for survivors as well you know that have been you know shut down silenced for so very long 
and um, yeah, imagine the children that are going to come forward. And I know a lot of like our original um, people here in Australia, they have so much respect for their young ones as they arrive because they recognise they're closer to God, they're closer to source. So yes. they're very, very careful not to give them too much knowledge because they're bringing forward the better ways. They actually look at their children as like, please sit with me, tell me, right. what can you right. teach me? And I think that's that's what we're coming back to is to recognise that the, the future generation is being birthed, is being birthed, you know, from what we've learned and can be also be so much more than we can even imagine because of what we've lived through and what's brought us down as well. So it, it's challenging but beautiful times, isn't it? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we see both ends of the spectrum here. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, yeah. to, me, to me, like, yeah. it's a good sign. Um, like Aaron, you say a lot, like we don't want things to go back to normal because normal was when they were, were it in wasn't control. Normal. <laughs> yeah. but normal was terrible. Normal was when they were yeah. in control and it was the mm-hmm. illusion. Uh, we don't want that. Like I want to go somewhere that we don't even recognize anymore in a good yeah. way. Mm-hmm. And, okay. and that's where we're, we need to collectively create. Um, yeah. And it's, yeah, I believe we are creating that, you know, with conversations like these and, you know, people learning, it, it's just going to be incredible, the solutions we can create. Because remember yesterday, we didn't have the knowledge. We were all still fairly programmed. We'd bought into this and that, you know, imagine what tomorrow can be yes. as we set our minds free. Amen to that. Amen. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, this can go on for like three more hours. I have two pages of notes. I don't, yeah. I got to barely none of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have, I just look down and see. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Right. Yeah. I look down, I see Michael. Yeah, we could be here for days. I see Michael Aquino. We never even talked about him. Yeah. And he's such a huge key Satanist and military Satanist in this whole program, right? That's another episode we can go on forever yeah, and i would love to, i would love to go into michael aquino and another one i think we'd need more time but yeah absolutely and he's a was a head of psyops which is quite interesting so correct. there's a lot a lot of really interesting stuff there about how the military's colored our opinion of a lot of things to control right. us and there's mm-hmm. been a number of survivors uh in particular even secret space program survivors that remember aquino and have dealt with aquino uh, and he has, he just comes up in these testimonies for a reason. He's there. This isn't fake. This isn't make believe. This is real. Uh, we will do this again. I definitely think we have to because there's so much. Um, there's so much. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't get to half of this stuff, but we'll be here. For- <laughs> it's a big topic. Right. <laughs> Sounds good. I would love to come back and discuss some some more with you. Anyway. Absolutely. Uh, well, thank you so much. This thank has you. been amazing. Uh, thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you for coming forward and speaking your truth because that's exactly how you yourself heal and we all heal. Can you please let people know how to follow you, where they can follow you? Sure, sure. Um, so I'm on Facebook and Telegram as Gabby Chung. So G-A-B-B-I-C-H-O-O-N-G. And you can also connect um, with Truth, Justice, Freedom for Children on Facebook. And if you hop on over to our Telegram site, there's a web page as well. So, Right. And like I said at the beginning, your Telegram channel is uh, Red Pill. I mean, (laughs) it's one of the most detailed, like the research you do is some of the most detailed research. Usually like when we share stuff online, 
we share like something about a topic, then we send somebody somewhere else to go do the research. But you go to your page, like, and everything is there. And it's absolutely amazing what you're doing. And, uh, and uh, yeah, just thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. And we really appreciated this. Yeah. Oh, thank, well, thank you so much for having me. And it's been lovely connecting with you both. And, you know, I just love that there's so many of us just taking action and doing what we can, sharing the truth that like the truth is what will change the world. It's just because we haven't had the truth for so long. We've been stuck where we are. But, you know, these conversations and this information going out to the public is really just burning away the veil so we can move forward. So thank you. Right. Right. Thank you. Yes, this was this was enjoyable. I'm glad we uh, covered this in the way we did, because we always talk about it, but we don't really get super deep. So, um, yeah, this was really great. Thank you so much, guys. Thank thank you. you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all the support. We can't do this without you. We love you all. And um, yeah, good night. Good night, everybody. And until next time, have a great evening. Good night, guys.